Greetings, friends, and welcome back to the Burgers and Fries podcast, your Bob's Burgers companion podcast. I feel like Bob right now on the TV. Yeah, really happy. Because this ha- because this episode. Yeah. I love this episode. Ryan likes I'm this so episode. I'm so excited for this one. We are Brian and Ryan. We are back for one. This is going to be, this could be the new number one episode. It, it might. We'll see. Like, and we've, we've, I've said that before with Two for Tina. I was right. like, this is a great episode. I'm going to love it. But then when we break it down mm-hmm. and I, I rate the individual pieces, it's like, well, I guess it wasn't an overall great episode, but there mm-hmm. were just fantastic moments to it. But I think this one may have a pretty good overall combination, and it could be the new number one. There's, we a, are lot, talking, there's a lot of strength to it. There is. We are talking, of course, about Season 3, Episode 21, Boys for Now. Woo! Which is a play on, well, any boy band, I think it's really. just a play on most boy yeah, bands. Yeah, it's, it's the boy bands that have, you know, that... that, that you know, anybody's really mocking when they when they have a boy band on their on their yeah, show. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously a close enough to boys to men. Sure, the name of, instead of boys for now. Right. But I mean, we've got we've got a, a good, a great cast of, of characters in this episode. We've mm-hmm. got some great guest characters in this episode. We've got Max Greenfield doing Boo Boo. We've got Jack McBriar doing Kevin. Mm. Like, it's just there's not much more I want in this episode. We've got, you know, everything's we, you know, Gail, Gail makes an appearance, so Megan Mullally's back. Well, she doesn't really talk, though, until, like, the super end. I mean, she's, yeah. in, it, she's in it, but, um, you know, it just, it's a good, it's a good overall episode. Now, this is the introduction, so I remember a lot of fun lyrics with the songs. This is our introduction to Voice for Now. They come back a few times, and Boo Boo, and, you know, they're here and there, yeah, you know, popping here and there. Boo Boo's in one more episode, the band is in another episode, like a Halloween episode. They're, they just make kind of a weird cameo where they're watching right. a Thriller uh, version, a, a Boys for Now version of Thriller, which right. is actually pretty funny too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is just this is an introduction to one of Tina's favorite things in life. We you know we, we'll get to some more of those in season in, in later seasons, mm-hmm. but we already know that she's a huge fan of ponies. And this is just kind of another thing. She likes ponies and boys. Sounds mm-hmm. like a thirteen year old girl to, girl to me. Right. And this is this is the episode where Louise kind of develops. We'll see. Like yeah. Her first crush, basically. Yeah. So the the synopsis first written by the Molyneux sisters, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, most all the episodes are great, but some of my favorites have been that their episodes. Uh, and then directed by Anthony Chun. Uh, synopsis goes well, accompanying Tina to a Boys for Now concert. Louise develops a crush on one of the lead singers, Boo Boo, and is in disbelief that she actually likes a boy. Meanwhile, Jean gets creative and slightly offensive in a table-setting competition. And I forgot that this episode had oh, the table-setting competition. Right. Oh my it's god, so I'm weird. so excited for this. It's so weird. Uh, the air date for this one was April 28th, 2013. I don't want to I don't keep talking. I want to yeah. watch this episode. We'll come back after the break and we'll discuss Boys for Now. Tina! Tina! I thought you were leaving. Change of plans. I need to talk to you. I have questions. Tell me about the band again. But in the car you didn't want to. Well, Alan's um, Griffin's. Yeah, sure, Griffin, Griffin. Uh-huh, uh, next. Okay, Matt. Next. Well, that leaves Boo Boo. Oh, really? That's interesting. Tell me more. What about Boo Boo? Boo Boo's the youngest, and he's got a really great voice, but he hasn't hit puberty yet, so that could change. What's he into? Sports? I could get into sports. What the hell else does he like? I want to give him things. Whoa, Louise, you like Boo Boo. What? No, Tina. It's okay, Louise. You're just having a crush. Never! Boo-boo! Oh my god, you are sick, Louise Belcher. You are sick! I'm going to get you through this. Tell me, what do you like about Boo-boo? Nothing! Everything! I don't know! 
Do you like his hair? You mean those soft blonde bangs you want to hide under like an umbrella on a rainy day? No, not really. And his face? Oh, gross. He's so gorgeous. I just want to slap it. I want to slap it. I just want to slap his hideous, beautiful face. Um, you mean kiss? No, I mean slap. Whoa, you got a bad girl. We are back. That was boys for now. There was, yes, that was, that was boys for now. Lots of good music. Yes. Oh, so many good music. I like a good musical episode, and I know this wasn't a musical episode, but the music in the episode was top notch. It was all very good, stereotypical boy band music. Mm-hmm. It was, it served as, I don't want to say filler, I don't want to say background. It, it played a prominent role, but you're, you're right. It's not music. It's not a musical episode, but it's full of it's music. It's not, um, what's the word? Yeah, it's not show stop. It's not like a show stopping, you know, dance number where everybody just, you know, starts singing and dancing. But, and then you, you, you said this before off uh, record, right? When we, when we weren't recording, you, you asked the question, who writes these songs? Because the, the ones for voice for now are highly ridiculous. And in, in no other world would they be a hit, right? Um, they're, you know, the, the coal mine song where they just repeat, rhyme coal mine with coal mine. And, and the, the song at the very end about uh, details, you know, I want to know, you know, you went to the bathroom, was it number one or number two? You know, and, and, and they're just, they're hilarious. And I love the, the you know, the way that they sing with such passion about, with these ridiculous lyrics. I think it's really funny and it works really well. Yeah, for sure. Um, and none of the characters says anything about the lyrics, which is funny too. No, well, yeah. Well, the only the only time they mention ever to the lyrics is just in the song "Girl, You Don't Need a Backstage Pass." But that more is at the title of the song. Well, yeah, it is. But but Louise says, "Don't you remember the song?" Yeah, "Girl, girl You Don't, don't need, need a Backstage, backstage pass. pass." That's right. the only time really that they make mention to the lyrics. But sure, then, sure, they must not be very hard lyrics because Louise was singing along to um, for the first time mm-hmm. when your goldfish died. Yeah, um, yeah. But she, you know, cause this is the first time she's heard most of the music, other than "Will You Be Mine," which was yeah. On. She picked it up pretty well. Yeah, which again, that just I think that's just it's a good generic pop music that people love to listen to. It's right. very easy lyrics if you can understand it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was that song by Mariana's Trench. I don't know if I sent it to you, Pop One Hundred One. That's a spoof. It's a spoof mm-hmm. parody song. Yes, that's about yes, pop. yes, yes, yes. That yes, reminded yes. me a lot of that because yeah. it's very easy to write a pop song if you know the tricks. And sure. And you know, this is very generic pop music, but it is catchy as hell. It's yes. Very catchy music. <laughs> yes. They know yes. how to get that. That in your in your ear. Well, Bob's you know Bob's has been doing that for oh since, since episode course. one Every with song. just catchy little jingles or little you know tunes that they're humming and they just get stuck in your brain. Yeah. And and Taffy Lauren butt. Lauren yeah ta- yeah Taffy Butt <laughs> Taffy Lauren butt. and and crew who, whoever writes the and some of it's Lauren I know uh, Stephen Davis and John Schroeder have said that Lauren does it but then I think there's like a group of people that record the music so so that that crew <laughs> just does such a great job of of just writing these ridiculous catchy. And, and honestly, like, mm-hmm. and this doesn't mean to be derogatory in any way, but they're stupid. And that's what makes them so great, is because, like, you know, the rhyming and, and the bizarre lyrics, and you're like, what like what are you listening to? And it, you, you just love it even more because of how ridiculous and stupid it is. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the songs first, since we're on this topic. Sure. So the first song that we hear is Will You Be Mine, Coal Mine. Yes. Which is one of my favorites. Uh, then there's also, so these, these, all the songs that we actually hear bits of the lyrics to. Mm-hmm. So Will You Be Mine, Coal Mine. I want to hear your secrets. I'm so interested in you. And then there's I Want to Hear Your Secrets, which I think is your favorite one, which I think is pretty much my favorite one. Yes, too. because and they make it, it's, they make a poop joke. They do. In the song. Like, no other song in their right mind would do that. 
You know, that's not being like a parody or a spoof on something. This one's like supposed to be a seriously written pop song, you know, for yeah. this multi-platinum selling band. It's their, it's probably their number one hit because it's the song they open the concert with. And yeah. It's the song that they, it's the one that they, they close the episode with, too. They close the episode yeah. with it, too. Yeah. Um, and then we also heard Whisper in Your Eye. <laughs> Which is so weird. I want to whisper in your eye. And that one's, I think that one's actually on the, um, Bob's Burgers album that um, I have. I okay. think Whisper in Your Eye is also on that. Uh, so then we heard For the First Time. Are they are, okay now? Are these songs in their entirety, or are some of them just? Uh, the only one that's in its entirety is "I Want to Hear Your Secrets" because okay. it's the it's the end of the credits. Sure, as well. sure. Because um, I'm curious to know how much. Whisper in your eyes ends after like 40 seconds. Oh, okay. Most of them are just about that. So they probably just record about a minute or so, and then yeah. they'll cut it up in the episode. But then one of them obviously went a little bit longer. And then we also had uh, "Girl, You Don't Need a Backstage Pass," which we didn't hear. We just heard it in mention. Right. That was a song. Uh, and then apparently they also do eight encores. They did eight encores. Yeah, and normally, normally they, they only, only do seven, seven. Which I thought was really funny. Seven encores is a lot. Um, and then we also heard Whisper in Your Eye. <laughs> which is so weird. I want to whisper in your eye. And that one's, I think that one's actually on the um, Bob's Burgers album that um, I have. I okay. think Whisper in Your Eye is also on that. Uh, so then we heard For the First Time. Are they are, Okay, now are these songs in their entirety? Or are some of them just uh, The only one that's in its entirety is I Want to Hear Your Secrets. Because okay. it's, the, it's the end of the credits sure. as well. Sure. Because um, I'm curious to know how much... That, Whisper in Your Eye just ends after like 40 seconds. Oh, okay. Most of them are just about that. So they probably just record about a minute or so, and then yeah. they'll cut it up in the episode, but then one of them obviously went a little bit longer. And then we also had uh, Girl, You Don't Need a Backstage Pass, which we didn't hear. We just heard it in mention. Right. That was a song. Uh, and then apparently they also do eight encores. They did eight encores. Yeah, and normally, normally they, they only, only do seven, seven. Which I thought was really funny. Seven encores is a lot. Uh, and then we got a fun little song that's not... A boys for now song that they sang in concert but when they were leaving the concert and boo boo was sitting on the hamper they had to sing a song apparently to get him to sit in his booster seat yeah all right boo boo we gotta strap in your booster seat no i don't want you know the rules when you hit 80 pounds you can sit in a big boy seat no guys why don't you sing the song <sighs> get into your booster seat from your big boy head to your big boy feet that was really funny because he's, he's, too, he's too short to just sit around in the bus. He needs to be put in his booster he's seat. And also, these kids, these men, these boys for now, yeah. they do not have any kind of entourage. It's the four of them and the bus driver yes, on this giant tour bus. While we're talking about the bus driver, let's give special notice. <laughs> we didn't mention her. Uh, Tig Notaro was the one who did mm-hmm. the voice. Yes. Before. We didn't mention her at the beginning because this is the only episode she's in for Bob's Burgers. Okay. She's a writer of... Uh, she was a writer of... Um, Amy Schumer show inside Amy Schumer. Yeah, she's a stand-up so, comedian. Yeah. yeah. So we didn't mention her at the beginning, so we, I do apologize for that, but she's also part of this cast of yeah. A fun I think she's getting a show on Netflix. Have. She has um, a show on Netflix already where called she's, One Mississippi. Okay, because then I think there's another one where she's going to pair up with Jennifer Aniston for something. Really? Where they're going to be like lesbian lovers or not, or I can't, I don't know. Like, but Yeah. But yeah, check check it out. Cause um, I think it's with, with Jennifer Aniston. I, I read something about it, hmm. and, now, and now I'm really... I was like, I, I was intrigued. She, well, there's a show coming remember. out called Instant Family, but that's not that's not uh, a Netflix. It doesn't it doesn't say what it's going to be on. Mm-hmm. Just, and maybe and maybe I'm completely wrong in my remembering, but I thought they were going to be. We'll have to look it up later. Opposites, it's not, it's yeah. not Bob's Burgers relevant. That's very that's moment. very true. That's very true. No, um, no, do it now. Okay, well, I will. But we're we're still Nothing. doing this. Um, so yeah, so uh, like we said about the music. Um, it was all just very good little fun little pop snippets. Mm-hmm. Um, and that always makes that always makes me happy when there's very well written music that goes along with the show. Yeah, it um, shows that they care. 
It very much does. Right? I don't know. Just piece any little thing together. It'll be fine. But yeah. they, they put together really catchy numbers, and it's it's they it's did. really wonderful. Um, all right, we're going to get to this before we get to the stories. There was no burger again. Nope. This has been the season. I mean, we've had a lot more episodes, but yeah. there was no burger again. And, and, and this. And that's okay. Again, we were not in the restaurant. Right. We were, we were away from the restaurant. We had Tina and Louise at a concert, yep. and we had the rest of the family at a tablescaping competition. Which is the most ridiculous thing. The most exciting event on four legs. That's right. Which is funny because it means it's more exciting than horses. Or dogs. Or dogs. Yes, there's dog shows mm-hmm. and horse shows. And, and racing. And ra- oh, four legs. Well, yeah, well, horse, horse racing, racing and dog racing. Shows, yeah. You know, and, and that thing where you get your horse to dance. Dressage. Dressage. Oh, that's a lot of different things. You're th- uh, yeah, there's a lot of dressage, actually, three events. But yeah, no. Yeah. Equestrian. Equestronauts. Equestronauts. That's late. That's season four. Gene, how did you even end up going to the regionals in table setting anyway? Skyping! It was the only non-athletic after-school activity, and I creamed the competition. As you can see, my tablecloth is a trash bag. Mm-hmm. Please enjoy this gar beverage. Amusing. And when the meal is over, you can deposit your dirty silverware in the truck to head to the dump. Beep, beep. Um, okay, so I want to tackle the B story quick because we, we will talk a lot. We won't talk too much more about the A story in, in Tina and Louise since we'll, we, we've kind of mentioned the songs and stuff. We'll get to that. But I want to mm-hmm. talk about the tablescaping stuff. So I want to talk about how which, Gene, okay, which is Gene so found, bizarre. I want to find, yeah, I want to talk about how Gene. I want to talk about how Gene found a, a he found an after school activity, and it was he said it was the only one that did not involve physical activity. Right. But he found an after school event that he could do, and it was right. So he actually had to, I guess, audition to get to the regional championships, mm-hmm. because I'm guessing every school can send one participant. Is my guess. This is like a, like a regional New Jersey right. area. Right, makes sense. So then they could go on to, you know, there there would be other divisions for mm-hmm. him. But for in this division, it was him versus Andy and Ollie, <laughs> which are just hearing that you already think in your head, yeah, Gene's gonna win. Yeah. Um, but so he sets. Gene's up, a little more creative than Andy. And so he sets up this pretty cool garbage table setting, mm-hmm. um, and and of course when we. Since we don't have a burger of the day, we get most of our puns in these table setting competitions. We've got the gar beverage yep. that he talks about here, um, but it's a really cool setup. He's got he's got a dump truck to, to get rid of the plates. It's not very elaborate. Tra- table uh, uh, trash bag for the tablecloth. Yep. Right. So there's just a couple of little things um, that he does, and you're right, not not very this elaborate, not not, very not elaborate. as elaborate as the one where he goes to regionals. Correct. But the, yeah, right. but it's not very elaborate, but it doesn't have to be because Andy and Ollie are right. being twinners. Right. You just have to do better than the person next to you. Twin. Two knives, two forks, two, two napkins. napkins. Okay, Gene, you win. Yeah. And Mr. Frond was the uh, was, was the, judge. the judge. He didn't seem very impressed about the garbage thing, but in truth, he he was intrigued. You know, because he was doing his oh yeah okay you know kind of kind of face. He was a, he was a very yeah. harsh judge. I yeah. think. Which he, I mean, that's, which he always is. He always takes stupid stuff like this really yeah. seriously. Yeah. So, so he so so Gene gets to go uh, to regionals with this, um, and. Once they get to the to the regionals, the Bob's looking. Bob and Linda are very surprised at how, I guess how how popular this is because there's a lot of families yeah. there. There's a lot of people, a lot of <laughs> well, a lot be- of different things. In the beginning of the episode, they're like, "Hurry up, Bob! We're going to be late for Gene's you know table setting you know event or competition or whatever." And he's like, "It's table table escaping, you know." And Bob's like, uh, "Do I have to go? I'd rather go to the boy band concert." Yeah, you know because it it, it sounds. Or it is as ridiculous as it sounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it. I think it would have been something I would have at least been intrigued to watch. I don't know if I would have done, <laughs> done it, it, but I would have watched people's people's layouts. It's, it's you know? so weird. 
Uh, yeah, that's definitely not something that... Who, whoever thought of it, obviously it was the Molyneux sisters. Yeah. Right? Unless well, it was I mean, something that was thrown been, around in the writer's room. Been, right. Yeah. That but, nobody, you know, nobody got. Or maybe it's something that is, for. maybe it is something that happens. We didn't, we didn't research if table scaping is an actual event. That's true. In something. So if you want to look that up. I will. Um, I'll continue on with the, uh, with the, the regionals. So they, they get into the regionals and they meet their, you know, they, they get an arch enemy right away. There's another people, there's another table next to them that's got a Marilyn Monroe table setting getting placed right away. And of course, Bob hears something and the, the guy the father of the other person, they start kind of trash talking. So he's like, no, we got to win now. Uh, so of course, you know, leave it, leave it to Bob to, to make enemies with the, the guy right next to them because he, he, he takes pride in what his kids are doing. Even if he doesn't fully believe it, he will still defend his kids on that, which is, which is really cool. So this is a real thing. Tableskeeping is a real thing. Nice. Tableskeeping is real. And it's a delight to behold, according to apartment therapy online blog magazine thing. Awesome. So it's a real thing. So here's a medieval one, right? Okay. And here is a, I don't know, good, looks like a, looks like good a morning, breakfast. gorgeous, yeah, like yeah. breakfast in bed kind of thing. So yeah, a little bizarre. Here's Mardi Gras, right? Those are very elaborate. Yes. But I mean, that would elaborate. be higher than that would definitely be a higher yeah. than Eugene. That's, that's the big leagues, thing. man. Yeah. That's the big leagues. That's when we want to turn pro. Jeans you got to bring your A game every it. night. So apparently it's a real thing. Yeah. And that's how I, that just makes it even more funny. Yes. Like I saw, like, there was tablescaping ideas, like, on Pinterest as I was going through mm-hmm. Google. So I was like, okay, so it's a thing, but it's not a competition. But then I saw it, and I was like, yes, it is a competition. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really weird. Yeah, so 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 Bob takes it seriously now that there's another team there basically trash-talking Gene. Like, right. You know, and it was like, no, you got to do this. you got to get on your A game. We yeah. Gotta, we got to win this. So he puts together... Because they don't, they don't like the, the father who's clearly... The one that pushing his kid to do this. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Do I have to do this again next year? And he goes, yes. Yeah. So Gene's second table, first at the regional table, is a magic table, which I thought was pretty awesome as far as the way that it was set up. Um, so yeah, it was, he, it was good. A lot, a lot of puns. So um, he, I like the napkin, you know, that it kept pulling out. Yeah, so it was the napkin. It was, it was one of those napkins, like the... The, the, you pulled the, the long handkerchief. Yeah. You know, yeah. So it was... Um, you pulled a roasted rabbit out of the hat your hat plate and then you've got a side of abracadab raised potatoes and then for dessert you've got alakasha sandwiches ice cream sandwiches mm-hmm. ice cream alakasha sandwiches or something i forget what he said yeah ice cream alakasha sandwiches it was very yeah, fun like it was that. very punny uh and the judge was loving it because yeah she, the judge was, really loved it she thought it was and then did you talk about the table next to them what they had no, the Marilyn Monroe, the Marilyn Monroe thing but okay had, but they had uh like uh, french baguettes yeah. For the arm, which is so weird. But but I then guess. they had the, the 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 little blower under the table to make your skirt yep. go up. And I thought that like whoever thought of that was that's really mm-hmm. clever. I thought that was really funny. It's a good use the, of a table. The skirt. title of hers, the title of that one was called "Candle in the Wind," of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, no, "Candle in the Wind" would have been "Princess Die." No, he wrote the song originally for Marilyn Monroe. What? Yeah. Oh. And then he rewrote it. For See, I didn't nail that. Yeah, John. Or for two people. He did. Did you see? Speaking of Elton John, a little tangent here. Did you see the weird ramble that our president made at the Montana? Ugh, no. It started with Elton John. I'll have to show it to you afterwards. Okay, it's okay. pretty bad and funny. I'm like, oh my god. This is in the history books now, friends. Anyway, so he becomes a finalist of four. So there are four finalists for three prizes. And the and Bob's like, oh wait, there's four? You know, Gene's like, uh-oh. Yeah. You know, why are there four winners? He only brought enough for one round. He didn't read the, instru- he didn't read the yeah. instructions. He, he said read- it was 16 pages long. He, he didn't read the rules, and the rules say you need to bring present two unique, individual, original play settings. Mm-hmm. You can't use any of the old stuff on the new stuff. 
except for probably plates and silverware, of course. But everything's sure. got to be different. So they're not sure what they're going to do. And, of course, there's more trash talk coming from the Marilyn Monroe family. Like, you thought our first one was good. This one's going to rocket your world. This, one, this one's going to be rocket This one's going to be good, and yeah. I'm not going to give it away, but let me give you a hint. It's going to take a rocket out of here. Yeah, And then Bob's like, like, so it's space-themed. I can't tell you that. He's like, you just did. You like, did. no, I can't hear you. Yeah. I can't hear you out here in space. Yeah. So so then they're now they're trying to rush for the second. And I thought this was funny. So they, they empty out Linda's purse to try to find stuff. And they, they end up, I guess, with two different ideas. Mm-hmm. First, Gene says, well, that's where all my, all my used napkins, uh, Kleenex go. Right. Uh, and then Linda puts together a table of lipstick, pepper spray, and baby carrots. Because apparently she has all three in her purse. And her idea for this table was Lady of the Night gets ready, kills a John, and then has a and snack. And then has a snack. So apparently pepper spray is enough to kill this John. In, the, in she Linda's uses, fantasy. like, you know, bare strength pepper spray. Uh, the other, oh, we, we skipped over the, um, Gene's first idea, where he would shave Bob's back. Yeah, oh, God, yeah. Put the hair on the table and yeah. call it, that's and nasty. And call it, that's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be very nasty. Yeah. I think they could have came up with a better idea than what they, what they ended on. The menstrual, the menstruant. Huh? Oh, good Lord. Welcome to my menstruant. I thought we decided on period piece. Hope you brought your appetite and your hot flashes. Okay, I think I've seen enough. As you'll see, beside the plate is a sanitary napkin. May I place it on your lap in case there's a big spill? No. Please I, let me. No, wait, it's got I'm wings. Serious. Show her the tampon no. straw. I don't want to see the tampon straw. Someone's on the rag. Menstruation, I think, is what it was. Anyway, it was it was basically all of all of the feminine products that. Yeah that Linda had in her purse and they right. put them on the table with ketchup packets. Yeah. And so everything looks like a bloody mess. It's, <laughs> it's really gross. Yeah. Um, but they did it as a family and that's what's important. I was just surprised, kind of, uh, upon watching it right away, I I was surprised at how many feminine products she carried with her in her purse. Sure. She had a lot of pads, she had a lot of tampons, mm-hmm. she had very a very wide selection of these things in her purse. And when she first dumped out the purse, there was you didn't see them. Mm. So I'm But maybe that's because there was just so much stuff. Or maybe it been. was a side pocket. And then I was thinking about an episode that we won't get to until season 7. So it's a long way from now. Right. But it's the it's the episode where the family goes to the new burger restaurant because Linda has a gift certificate for this restaurant. Sure. And she goes to the bathroom, and somebody thinks that she's an attendant for the girls' bathroom, so they start giving her money, and she's handing out tampons to these people. And she was able to get a lot of money for it. So she must have had a lot of stuff in her purse. So this is just a regular yeah. thing. It's not just uh, here in this episode she ended up with a lot of feminine products. She just always carries them around, no, I like which is that that's pretty cool. Thing. So it becomes like, a very nice yeah. continuity thing. Though. Yeah, exactly. I like that that's a thing that they, that they try and do. So, like so Gene gets fourth, and Bob's like, well, I don't think any of our kids have ever gotten fourth place in anything. Yeah. So they're they're done. They're happy. You yeah. know, I, I, I would hope that maybe they'll revisit it, but who knows? Some of these things, it's just a kind of a one and done. Yeah. If you do it next year, then you have to age the kids, and that just becomes... It becomes weird. Yeah, because then he's doing it twice without being in a new grade or whatever. So, Or maybe they just come back to it or something maybe that family the father and the son come back you know there, there, there are things they could do with it but i think it's a great one-off story that doesn't need to be revisited no, it could no, be no. Fun. it could be fun if it was yeah it was it was a lot of fun i it, it, as goofy as it was it was fun to see you know, like kind of like what it was mm-hmm. this is my first experience with tablescaping yes like i've set a table 
Yeah, I set tables. Well, you know. I set tables at home. Yeah. You know. I don't. I'm not like Gene though. I don't. I, I do set where I eat. Yeah. So he doesn't. He has a very strict rule about all of this. Uh, I want to add one more thing, and then I'll let you add anything else to the story. I yeah. like when the judge said, "Ready, get set, set." I have Instead that. I have that exact same go. note as well. I thought that was really funny. Yeah, that was very clever. Whoever thought of that, um, I like. I do like that Bob gets just kind of wrapped up in this, you know. And maybe it's not because he likes tablescaping; it's because he wants his son to win, he wants his family to win, and he just doesn't like the guy that's just you know giving him shit at the table next to him. Mm-hmm. I think that was very important to Bob. And then Linda gets wrapped up into it, and Bob just you know he starts you know kind of. I don't want to say, but screaming, but like in an excited way. He's like, we're going to do this. I don't know why I'm screaming. Yeah, he got you know? he got so excited. I love when Bob gets excited for his kids. Right. Because you see it a little bit. I mean, Linda's always the consummate cheerleader for her children in whatever they're doing. But when Bob yeah. gets really excited about something that his kids are doing, it's really cool to see. Cause he's it is like, a lot of fun. Yeah, let's do it. And sometimes his motivation is a little skewed. Like, I think he was excited because he wanted to also beat that family that was talking trash. Mm-hmm. But just for him to get excited about something is kind of cool. It reminds me of, like, when Homer would get excited about something his kids were doing. Because he sure. wasn't always excited about the things that they were doing. But he would get excited, and then he would do what he could to encourage that and, and have it oh, sure. be something that they could share. You know, what comes to mind yeah. uh, is the Pinewood Derby episode. Yep. And then also, obviously, when Lisa becomes the football savant. Right. You know, daddy-daughter days on Sunday. But, but I mean, he was more into football anyway. Yeah, but it was just something that he continued to do, and he 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 expressed this interest with his daughter, and sure. you know it became something that they could do together. It wasn't you know he would do football regardless, but the fact that Lisa you know showed the interest helped him a lot. Sure. But then yeah, the 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 Pinewood Derby thing really more than anything, I guess with Bart. Right. Where he had to build the car, and he wanted to get into it, and you know that was a good, that's a good episode. That's kind of a weird. Uh, example just because he does kind of quit and <laughs> yeah. comes back but yeah yeah i just i like when i like when you see the father figures of these of these shows you know show interest in their kids or not pinewood derby soapbox the soapbox derby, soapbox yeah. derby. i'm thinking cars. like they made the little cars in the in the no, they made the they made the big cars because he drove he ends up driving martin's car right <laughs> um so yeah, i don't have anything else about that b story no that's, i mean that's pretty much it like it's ridiculous and it's funny and and you know you you get a little surprise twist with bob yeah, you know these these caring. stories don't the a and b stories don't commingle which is just fine not this week doesn't have to no. it's nice that they can again we, we talk about it all the time it's nice when they commingle like we had last week with the kids running the rest sure. with running the casino but then yeah. when they stand alone on their own it's just as funny yeah you know they don't need because then you kind of get like two episodes yeah um so with the with the A story, we're, we already talked about a lot of the boys for now stuff. Right. Um, but there's there's some important things that happen though at the boys for now concert. Yeah. So we'll get we'll get to that part real quickly. So Gail got tickets for this concert. Mm-hmm. Gail cannot go because she accidentally. So we have pepper spray again, in this instance. So Gail pepper sprays one of her cats because she thought the cat was an intruder and the intruder was trying to have sex with her. <laughs> but so she had to go to the take the cat to the hospital, and so they couldn't go to the concert. So Louise ends up. You know, hearing how pained Tina is about not being able to go, and so they get the idea to go that they're gonna bike to the concert. So Tina's like, "Fine," or Louise is like, "Fine, I'll we'll come up with something. We'll go to the concert." They get as far as probably down the street, mm-hmm. um, and then they they get almost to the interstate, right? And they're like, "We're gonna once, we, once we find the on ramp, we're we're as good as gone." So they're at this gas station, and who happens to coincidentally show up to mm-hmm. this gas station? But Zeke. Zeke ex Machina. Zeke ex Machina. And we said uh, Kevin at the beginning when we were introducing Jack McBrayer's voice acting 
debut for Bob's Burgers, but that is not his name. IMDb was 100% incorrect. His name was Leslie. But who did the who did the the competition dad's voice though? Wasn't that also Jack McBride? No, that was um let me pull it back up. Yeah. Cuz I thought they sounded similar. And so I thought it could have been Jack McBride, maybe that, you know, that dad's name. No, that was, was David Herman. Oh, it was. Yeah. Okay, well then never mind. That was, they weren't even close then on IMDb. Yeah. Get your shit together, IMDb. So so they so they don't want to go anymore, and then uh, Leslie can't, for the life of him, get his credit card. He's like, dang, this is the fourth gas station that declined my credit card. Yeah. So Louise gives her him gas money to go. Mm-hmm. Slip me a five or I'll be your driver. Right. He likes rhymes. He likes rhymes. Um, so they and get into the back of this car full of counterfeit T-shirts and packages of hot dogs. Right. And so the Zeke and Leslie's plan is to go to... The Voice for No concert. The Voice for No concert and sell these outside the arena. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to park and they're just going to sell hot dogs and t shirts. Right. Which is, yeah, maybe it's a good idea. I yeah. don't know. So Louise is like, fine, we're going to go and she couldn't care less about this concert. Mm-hmm. She, she wanted to go for Tina. Yeah. Tina, she wanted well, to help she her. She wanted out. to take Tina. She didn't necessarily right. want to go for That's Tina. True. She That's was true. more like, because even in the car, she's like, you just don't talk. You, yeah. You, 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 you just look be quiet. Shut. We're yeah. going. They get to the concert and she's like, all right, I'm going to drop you off and then I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. And so, so my question for t- for Louise is, where is she going? Is she gonna go stand out with Zeke and, and Leslie and sell T-shirts yeah. and hot dogs? Maybe. maybe that that sounds like it's more up her alley. Maybe yeah. she's just gonna hang out in like the little lobby area, you know, at the refreshment stand. But, I don't know. Yeah, Ventina's like, oh, I'm getting dizzy. I can't go in there. And so Louise escorts her into the concert, right. gets her all into the concert floor, yep. and she goes, okay, I'm gonna leave again. Yeah. And, and so then she's about to turn around, and then. The show starts. The show starts. This laser is out, and Louise is all excited about lasers. She's like, "Oh, there's the kind of lasers that cut people cut, in cut half." Cut people in half. <laughs> and then they introduce all the people. And this is a pretty funny intro for the boys yeah. for now because they're all coming down. On... Alan comes down, and he's on wires, but he's also coming down on a unicycle. Mm-hmm. And then they have Griffin. He comes down on a surfboard. They have Matt. Matt comes down on rollerblades. Rollerblades. Air then, Grandpa. Yeah, yeah, Air Grandpa. Alert. And then Boo Boo comes yeah. down in a helmet and uh, like a like a. Like, what are those Razor scooters? Yeah, like a Razor scooter. Um, and so she's just laughing, you know. Louise she just thought it was ridiculous. She just yeah. thinks this is so funny. Yeah. And then Boo Boo takes off his helmet. Yeah. And I think, what does he say? Look at all these beautiful ladies in who, here. Who let all these beautiful ladies in here? And so Louise makes eye contact with Boo Boo for mm-hmm. the first time, mm-hmm. which I don't know how she missed it all these other times. She just wasn't and looking. she freaks the hell out. She, yeah. You can tell this is when she gets her, her crush yeah. on Boo Boo. And so she's screaming, she pulls her ears down, and she's like, oh my god, boo-boo! And yeah. it's just, it's very, very well animated, and, you know, I love when they... It's the, the whole slow-mo thing that they had. Well, it's not even the slow-mo. You know, when, he, when he, like, takes his helmet. Yeah. Oh, no, wait. No, they don't slow-mo. No, I was I like, sorry. I like the camera trick that they do in animation, because you can do it in, in, real, in real camera work, too. Like, the tunnel vision, where you, you, you kind of, you pull down a pulley and you zoom out while sure. kind of going forward, and it pulls the illusion of the character... Coming mm-hmm. to the foreground will keep everybody back. Right. So they did that in the animation, which was awesome, but you can do it with real cameras too. But it's right. just really cool to see that. And you see that, she's like, oh my god! Yeah, it's Boo Boo. Yeah, she starts so freaking she out. She freaks out. She runs out of the concert. Yeah. She goes to the bathroom. She's like, you do not like a boy! Yeah, and, and she, she starts like, freaking out at herself. Yeah. And spouts some water on her face and just like psyching herself out of she, this crush. But then she's seen Boo Boo everywhere. Yeah. And uh, somebody, you know, then these girls, she, she turns around and she sees a picture of Boo Boo on somebody's shirt and kisses the shirt. It's <laughs> some big lady. Yeah. And she's like, oh, pfft, gross. She's walking by. Somebody says, Boo Boo's cute or something. And she goes, Boo Boo's the reason faces were invented, you idiots. Yeah. So she has a big crush. Yes. And she tries to explain it to Tina. 
And Tina's like, well, what do you like about him? Do you, do you like his hair? Do you like his face? And she goes, oh, I hate his hideous face. I just want to slap it. I just want to slap it. He's like, oh, you got it. And Tina's like, oh, you got it bad. You got it bad. <laughs> so at the end of the concert, after Tina's had I hate his fun, hideous, beautiful face. Yeah, I want to slap it. Wish kid, fatal strep throat, coming through. <laughs> nope. I'm Detective Brenda Lee Johnson. There's been a murder backstage. No one gets through the door. <laughs> Look, I get it. I'd love to let you back there. I can see the pain in your face. That pain doesn't go away. It only gets worse. So, you know, it sounds like it sounds like a gruff teddy. Sure. There. Um, so then they're they're on their way out, and we get to Zeke again selling hot dogs. And he goes, hot dogs, and he touches one, and he goes, wait, nope, this one's hot. This one's hot, yeah. Which, they didn't have anything to cook the hot dogs. I don't so think so. they were relying on the sun yeah. to cook these hot dogs for yeah. them, to sell these. But he's got, he's got like a... He's, he's he got has some barbecue utensils though, which is the weird part. So they yeah. brought that, but, but then he's just bring a grill. T- he's just on a table yeah. where he's selling those things. Yeah. So Leslie's trying to buy an endangered box turtle from the bus driver. Yes. Uh, the boys are now bus driver. Mm-hmm. So Louise gets this idea to sneak into the bus, and they're gonna wait there yep. for them. So they and they can jump out and slap them. He can. And so they're like, "Well, where are we gonna hide?" So they end up hiding in the hamper that Boo Boo sits on top of when they leave. So they're going on. They're they're going on tour with them because the tour bus leaves. They don't do any checks or anything. They just like you said. There's no entourage or anything. It's so weird because you're expecting like you know maybe like a manager or maybe Boo Boo's parents or something. Yeah. Right. Like, like like who's like who's keeping track of these sixteen year old kids? Right. It's really bizarre. Sixteen year old. Yeah. It's it's, it's clearly Matt keeping keeping. Yeah, Matt. Yeah. Maybe maybe Matt. Oh, here we go. Fan theory. Are you ready? Matt is all of their dad. Oh, I don't know yeah. about that one. He might be. He might be like, like a court appointed. <laughs> court, court appointed, appointed legal guardian. guardian yes. And this is his brainchild that makes so him like money. So when they signed the contract, since he was the the 18-year-old, sure. he got signed into the contract that he's the court appointed guardian <laughs> for all of them. Uh, but no, so they leave. Uh, so then Boo Boo gets into his booster seat. He pops out of the car. and Oh my god, the good fans saw me in my booster seat. That was really funny. He's like, don't look at me. So they, they stop the bus. They're going to pull over at the next stop and then they can call their parents to go home mm-hmm. and louise is just she's gob she's gobsmacked she's like <laughs> yeah she can't put words together yeah she and has she has to ask him something yeah right. it's very important so they get really close to so boo yep. and louise get really close mm-hmm. and then it goes in slow motion a big old yes. slap to the that face. was the slow motion that i was referring to and then where she, right, and she really she just, winds up takes her yeah. hand back as far back and just man smacks him right across the face and so then they get kicked off the bus anyway because they were going to get kicked off anyway right louise and tina still has about seven headbands on because yeah. she's, she's you know she's she loves the sweaty right gross smell yeah yeah because in the in the hamper she you know she makes yeah. that you know louise is like what is this smell and tina goes i don't know what if it gets ta- caught in my nostrils and never leaves right because that's a tina thing wouldn't that be bad so gail comes picks them up uh gail uh gail picks them up she says uh you know, we'll be okay. The cat just has to wear goggles from now on. And they show a picture case, of the cat. They show, she says, the cat has to wear goggles from now on in case it happens again. Yes. <laughs> and then you see the cat with the goggles and these big old eyes and meow. Yeah. It's just, it's so, that was such really a funny good. visual. That was really good. I like that a lot. And so then we get a nice little speech from, from Tina and Louise and they finally have another, they have a very good understanding of what each other are going through. Sure. So it's, you know, Tina, Louise is like, man, I finally understand a little bit more of what Tina goes through every day. Yeah, like, she lives every she day said, like this. She mentioned, like, how do you do this? Like, you, you like, have a crush on, like, every boy. How do you, ha- you know, how do you handle this all the time? And then Tina's, you know, then Tina's like, well, if you ever have that happen, you know where I live. You know, you can come mm-hmm. talk to me about right. it. So they have a really cool understanding. Yeah. And then the episode ends. Louise is falling asleep. Tina's falling asleep. Louise has a picture of Boo Boo under her pillow. Yep. And says, I hate you, you 
hit you. You hit you. Gorgeous hit. face. You slaps the yeah. picture and then sleeps with it. Slap. She says slap. Yeah, she, she says slap as he pushes it. And then it gets the outro, the the cool credit sequence because it's Louise dancing in the kitchen yeah. and Bob is like looking at her to tell her to stop because she mm-hmm. needs to help prep the food or whatever they're doing. Right. Uh, and then it kind of does a nice little strobe and then it's Boo Boo and her dancing together. Yeah. So very very cool credit sequence. I liked it. This is um, this is a great episode. All right, so the meta jokes real quick. Yeah. Break a bear. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead can, of build a bear. Instead of build a bear, it's break a bear, which is really sad. It was, it was bear disposal, yeah. I think is what it said yeah. out of fine print. It was a very, very sad yeah. store to have. And then yeah. Rat-a-tat flat exterminator, mm-hmm. which... Like Rat-a-tat-tat, yeah. but... Yeah. It's just funny, Rat-a-tat flat, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Just a guy with a big mallet. Ooh. Cartoon style. Yeah. That's how you get rid of them. It's sure. And then no burger, like we said. Do you have anything else to add? I do. Um, it was a very funny line. Um, when Aunt Gail calls in to the girls to say that she can't make it because of the cat incident. Mm-hmm. Um, Louise said, oh, this is the greatest thing she's done um, you know, since last year when she pooped her pants at that cell phone store. <laughs> and then Tina's just heartbroken, and she goes, oh, my heart just pooped its pants. And then so we get that yeah. famous Tina line, my heart yeah. just pooped its pants. So that was, a, that was a, another big moment for Tina uh, as far as uh, uh, mm-hmm. you know, lines go. It was one of her more famous ones. Same thing with the uh, last, I think last week we had, or two weeks ago, was mm-hmm. your ass is grass is on and I'm going to mow it. Yeah, she always has a good line. And, oh, and Flirtle Little, Winkle Little. That was last week with the kids running run the restaurant. I see that pop up with like fan art or T-shirts and merch and things like that from time to time. So, mm-hmm. so those are really fun. Um, that's really all that I had as far as notes go, but I thought that was a very funny uh, okay. um, line that needed to be said. Yes. Uh, I got a couple things. I've got uh, another line uh, when they're having the puberty talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, L- Tina tells Louise that she puts her bra on one boob at a time. Yep. Uh, and she said she has said various versions of that throughout the show. Yes. Uh, so she, I think she said she's done it one foot at a time or one leg at a time, and now it's one boob at a time. So she's getting better at putting her bras on. Yeah, which is, that's, you know, that takes a, practice. That's, that's a good thing. You're not going to get it right the first time. Um, Probably. Uh, also, the, we didn't talk a lot about the counterfeit shirts. You can see it briefly in the back of the car. It says "Boys for New" and "OO." Yes, so yes. They are, they are literally counterfeit because that's that's how they have to do, to do them. Um. And the only "Boys for Now" member that did not talk was Alan. Yeah. They don't have a voice I think credit. He for said Alan. anything? Yeah. We have Griffin, who was voiced again by Larry Murphy. We've got Boo Boo, who was Max Greenfield, and then Matt, which we mentioned was H. John Benjamin, right? With a little bit softer of a voice. Yep. Um. Yeah, those are the credits. Um, was it? Yeah. Anything else that you want to mention that was really important to you before we kind of head into our, our final notes within you know uh, the rankings themselves? Um, just that Gene's idea for the next tablescape we didn't mention. Was baby Jessica stuck in a well? That yes. They had to look well, for that was food. that was Louise or uh, no, that was Jean's uh, Linda's. Idea. Linda said baby Jessica stuck in a oh, well, yeah, and then Jean yes. had the great line because I and think then you Jean, liked Jean it. Jean said we're gonna we gotta you gotta look for your meal for two days and the, yeah. while the nation watches. Yeah. So that's that's all I had for this episode. So we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna pause. We'll give our ratings and then come back. Zeke, what are you doing here? Me and my cousin Leslie are going to sell some bootleg T-shirts and hot dogs at the Boys for Now concert. Boom! What you let you? <laughs> Check it out! One size fits all! Damn, this one says my card's declined too. Zeke, you have any money? Nah, my white ass is broke. Hey, I've got gas money. You got room for two more in that buggy? You slip me a fiver, I'll be your driver. Leslie loves rhymes and pasta that comes in cans. If it ain't from a can, it don't go in this man. (laughs) Alright, I got these numbers crunched. Crunched them up. This is gonna be... We'll see see where it ends up. This is gonna be a little crazy. I've got the list here, but we'll... 
We'll see where where we where right. it falls. On I have here. two minutes on the clock. Are you All ready? Right. I'm ready to go. All right, go. All right. So meta jokes. Um, I'm not gonna go through them again. I gave him a I gave him a six, and that's a pretty generous six. Yes. Um, since so with Bill Burger of the day, and both of these weren't the greatest, but I do feel a little bad for Break a Bear just because I. See, would, that's why I gave it. Yeah, I, I gave I it a six too. I would take. I mean, I would hate to take my kids there, but yeah. I understand. How that could kind of be a cool experience, yeah. just to and maybe some. and maybe it's like a disposal, but you can also buy like used bears or like mutant bears of like parts that yeah, you maybe, need and like sew your own bear together. Bear. Yeah, Franken bear. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I exactly. Like so I like that. I gave it a six as well. Yeah. Uh, story I gave a nine. It was a very fantastic story. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not very much wrong with this story at no. all. It's just it, it from from top to bottom the A and B stories were very good. I gave it a nine. I gave it a ten. Uh, I thought table setting was just so bizarre, and I love that Louise's sole purpose in this episode is to slap Boo Boo across the face. I think that's, I think it's a funny little twist. Yeah, uh, I give humor a ten. There's mm-hmm. my first ten for this episode. Um, I laughed a lot, and yeah. I it's very hard. You know, I just it, I enjoyed all of it. I also you know I kind of bled in some of the the, the lyrics. From that would also be in other. I bled those mm-hmm. into humor just because I laughed at so many of these Right, lyrics. exactly. So yeah, funny. I was the same way too. Um, nine. nine, I gave it for the jokes. Uh, laughed a lot. Thought it was wonderful. Loved the loved the songs. Uh, really was it. And and uh, um, the the and Gail pooping her pants in the cell yes. phone store. That's the best thing she's ever done. Yeah. Uh, and then for other ten, just talked about it. Great voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, great voice cast uh, extras yep. this week. Max Greenfield kind of stole the show with the singing and the yeah. everything. But then just all the songs, all the lyrics, just all the little intangibles mm-hmm. in this episode just give me a 10. Mm-hmm. Anything with music's going to do that with me. Uh, I gave other a 10 as well. Um, really loved that at the table setting competition, there are even parents there that live vicariously through their kids mm-hmm. and have to, like, compete and help them win, yeah. you know, which I thought was really funny. And, and again, the whole slapping slow-mo part I loved. And then the, going back to the song lyrics, which were all wonderful. So that's, yep. our, t- that's our two minutes. That, that is, that's two minutes? That's, well, 153. You want to talk for seven more seconds? I can unpause the clock. So I had 8.8, you had 8.9, 8.85 does put it as the number one episode. The new number one. We have the a reigning one, number one. The number one episode of all time from all time. <laughs> yeah, so far. Um, That's just, just by 0.5, though, mm-hmm. because, like I said, Broadcast Wake Staff was an 8.8, and I gave that an 8.7. This is still tied for your best at 8.9, so you've got okay. two now. At 8.9. At 8.9, you got one at 8.8, which is your deepening mm-hmm. episode. This is my new, this is my number two. So it's still behind Topsy. Sure. Which is which is my number yeah. one. So um, very high ranking episode. I think is. we kinda knew that coming into it. Yeah. yeah so it's not really sure. a surprise um, that it takes over the number one. No, because you know, I, I, think I don't think is, so at all. I, I, you know, I'm not shocked. No, this was one that I gave initially, and I'm just looking now. I gave it a nine on IMDb. Yeah. So it's right where it should have been. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the end of this season is very strong. Yes. Because we have this one. Next week is gonna be another high one for me, just on the sheer Which one fact, which one is it? It's Carpe Museum. Oh, but I love it. Gets a it was high size Rudy. It's the first appearance yeah. of regular size Rudy. He's yeah. my second favorite character. Yeah, that's a great episode. I oh, yeah. really like that episode. Right behind so. Teddy, I love. And I'm, so we and we only have two episodes left in season. this season. Yeah, this is it's been a long one. It's been a full twenty three compared to the season one and season two, but they're all going to be like this from now on. Um, mm-hmm. And and you know it's been quite the grind, um, but we're we're ready to kind of finish up season three and ha- and head on to season four. We just got to do a, a couple more episodes. Yeah, we are we are. Going right along. We'll have a break just to do our season recap. Yep. Uh, and we'll have some fun with that episode because it's not going to be watching. It's going to be more... Just talking just and talking, recapping. recapping. And, and then mm-hmm. we're going to do some fun numbers and see where... Since we since we used the whole scale, yeah. we haven't got below a five. So no. we're, we're going to remap and see. I just want to... You know, we'll do some fun with math okay. and see what our, what our average scores are, what our... You know, most common score is. You know, sure. Do all the fun, the fun, all the fun statistics stuff. and math I that gotcha. we can do. 
right. So, but we got to get to that point. So that's still two more episodes to go. Sure. So, uh, I think that's going to do it for us. Um, we are Burgers and Fries Podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, um, wherever you subscribe to your mm-hmm. podcasts. We are there. Um, check us out on Twitter at Burgers Fries Pod. Uh, uh, anything else that you need to say? You can email us at burgersfriespod.com. Email, at yeah, if you need to get a hold of us. Yeah, that's right. that way. Um, don't forget our Patreon. Did we give uh, the, did we send out the book? Yeah. The cookbook? Oh, we did? Okay, good job. Because I, I, I meant to remind you about that and yeah. send out to our... That, that, our, that, our, that, that, our is, that has been ordered. I don't know Olivia. if she's received it yet, but she'll let us know. Wonderful. Um, but yeah, so definitely take a look at us if you like what we're doing and you want to see us do more of this or if you want to help us with anything else that we're going to be doing in the future, mm-hmm. there's always our Patreon at Sweet 12 Studios. Uh, that's where we can go ahead and get a functioning website do some bonus episodes if we get the the, the time to do that uh, but any little bit helps thank you so much for everybody who already is on yeah. there yeah we and do we do appreciate the help it's, it's been great um really just you know just trying to find it's, it's hosting hosting is so expensive mm-hmm. now that everybody's kind of changed the rules so um we're gonna leave it there uh, i do want to thank everybody again for listening especially this far mm-hmm. uh we are burgers and fries i'm brian i'm ryan don't you tell me no lies I'm burgers and fries.